0: you're listening to the g-factor with lauren and tony a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization now without further ado here are the hosts of g-factor lauren doherty and tony van okay lauren today we're going to talk about something that's honestly, it's kind of a theme in everyone's life. And and I'm going to start out with an illusion. Are you ready, Lauren? I am. So, you know, when you were a kid and, you know, you begged your parents for that first pet, whatever that first pet was. And you know, whatever it turned out to be, basically you ended up with like the default test pet, whether that was a goldfish, you know, or a a guinea pig or whatever. And, and you got that test pet and you were going to prove to your parents that I can take care of this. I can really take care of this. And you know, what? six days later, you're flushing a goldfish. Right. I mean, like basically (laughs) it's one of those things, like it's a sink or swim, no pun intended, uh, you know, kind of consequence. And so to that point, uh today I think we'd like to talk a little bit or I'd like to talk about we'd like to talk about um maintaining your website. Uh because yes. it's a similar similar idea that basically you get this brand new shiny website. You're super excited, you know, you tell everybody, we've got a new website. You get on your social, check out our new website, you know, all your brochures, hey, we just got a new website. And then what happens, Lauren? What happens?
1: It's like a Tamagotchi. <laughs> like, I don't know if you remember <laughs> the digital pet.
0: God bless uh, you. <laughs>
1: that, was, that was the thing for a while, uh, but yeah, it's super cool and fun, and you you know you're playing with it all the time. You're updating it, and then all of a sudden, you don't update it, or the reverse, which is you update it, but you're not real sure what you're doing. Or maybe, you know, you need to like design a graphic, but you're not sure exactly what size you need it to be. And you just kind of guess and you kind of keep doing that. And then at a point, it's just honestly a train wreck. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, I feel like it goes one of two ways there. So Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, that's exactly right. What happens is either you excel with it and that can be everything from, making updates to starting a blog to, you know, changing or updating images. The other side of the coin is that basically you do nothing with it and it dies on the limb, like your habaguchi or whatever you said, the Tamaguchi. (laughs)
1: Tamaguchi.
0: Yeah. So obviously that was a little bit after my time, but I I do remember the little keychain, you know, animal thing, but yeah. So, um, so I think let's let's get into it a little bit and talk about some of the do's and don'ts, if, if that's okay. So yes. I think one of the things we need to talk about is, you know, kind of to last week's podcast uh, about ghosting social media. There is an opportunity, if you will, to create kind of a zombie website. In other words, make sure that your website receives enough attention, but don't overextend. So in other words, you know, don't create an opportunity where you're like updating every single day and uh, then your information either isn't accurate or it creates too much expectation. You really want the website to be an accurate representation of what's happening in your organization or your company or or whatever. Uh, And to that point, when you're making those updates, make sure you pay attention to the branding of that website. So don't slam new logos in or change things. Uh, Make sure you know the colors candidly make sure that you're trained well if you're going to do updates mm-hmm. on your own website if you don't have the knowledge get the knowledge if you if you need to be trained get trained if you need help ask for help yes. most of the time uh updating costs are fairly limited uh, as compared to the quote-unquote damage that someone might be able to do
1: yes i think that that's key. Um- And I think that if you have someone you can reach out to, like you said, for training or just ask a couple of simple questions, you're going to learn so much more. And the more that you do, you know, kind of use your content management system, you'll get more familiar. But things like knowing, you know, what's your homepage rotator graphic size when you want to, um, you know, change it out. Those are things that you need to know. Write those down. Keep those. Because it may sound small like, oh, it was just a few pixels off, but it makes a huge difference. And just for instance, like if you're, hopefully your website is responsive, it would also mess up the user experience, not only on desktop, but on mobile. And just a few pixels could cut off some vital information that you might have, you know, on that graphic. So those basics, you know, I think are big. And I think that's one of the other things for me too, is, you know, when you're changing out things um, or updating things, there's a reason behind your developer, your designer did some of those things. So make sure that you understand like, oh, this image is, maybe smaller and left justified because blah, blah, blah. And it might affect the mobile view versus the desktop or things like that. So, you know, when you're in that development design stage, just ask those questions and understand. It's not that you're questioning, you know, their work, but you need to understand for later too, if I want to swap that out for something, like I need to know what to do with it in the future is Mm -hmm. what I'm saying.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. And I don't know why. It's like this weird thing. I mean, once you kind of get a website or sometimes when people get websites and then they think, okay, it's all mine and they can, you know, they just never kind of connect back or or figure Mm -hmm. that out. So it's really interesting. I mean, there's a lot of very interesting uh, pieces to that. The other thing about managing your website is make sure that you understand how the relationship between your website on desktop versus uh, tablet versus mobile kind of work, lack a better term. And so uh, a lot of people still, you know, kind of quote unquote design at their desktop, which is great. That's fine. But think about what your personal um, means of viewing websites are. For the most part, it's at least 50-50. A lot of figures I've seen now, it's like 70% of websites are, are visited, at least initially, uh, on some type of mobile device, whether it's mm-hmm. a tablet or a phone. So... If you go in and you think, oh, it looks fantastic in the desktop format, but you don't understand the relationship or if you have to make any changes on a, a responsive side website of some sort, you know you're it, you're just wrecking it and you need to understand kind of how how that all works like a better term, right? So um, one thing I always see there so
1: definitely. Um, another one for me is um, owning your domain. So this kind of Mm. goes into that management side and we see this time and time again that, you know, so-and-so in the past, whether it be a board member or a past, you know, staff person or a past owner or a past website developer purchased a domain on the client's behalf and then basically never turned it over. Mm -hmm. So, and if they fail, whoever that may be fail to renew that domain, when it comes up for renewal, you could lose that domain. And we've seen this happen time and time again. So own your domain, know how to access it, have your login and password to whatever you're using Um, for that host and make sure that you know when it comes up for renewal, make sure you have a valid credit card in there. That is vital. I mean, that's, that's like losing your address, you know, Mm -hmm. your, your business address only on the web. So make sure as part of this kind of management discussion that comes into play too. If, if you're getting a new domain or creating a new website, make sure you know how to manage that domain, where it lives and who owns it basically.
0: That is so smart. I mean, I um, I literally just had this with uh, a client and it was really horrific. You know, we go around and we, I, I mean, I'm going to kind of guess my cell phone number. I've probably had my cell phone number for more than 20 years or about 20 years plus or minus the domain name, as you mentioned, is as critical, if not more. And so this client, just kind of a small case study, this client did not have the keys to the kingdom. They could not find it. And Mm -hmm. no matter what we did, no matter how many triggers we put, we just didn't have it. The emails weren't there. I mean, they had nothing. And so two things happened. One is they had to create an all new domain. Two is... They lost all of the material that was on their old domain, which you don't think about, but any of that content that you want to keep, such as photos or any type of, you know, whatever. Number three is, oh, by the way, they lost their emails because we had to change that over because you have a new domain, right? And then four or five, whatever number I'm on. Um, now it's time to change all your collateral or all your written stuff, because now you have a new domain and you now have to advertise or showcase that. So that's all your new business cards. It's all your new brochures. That's all your new social. You've got to go through that. It's not worth it, guys. Open up a Word document, copy that information. Like Lauren said, do not let someone else own that domain for right. you or manage that domain. So it's very important
1: yeah, it's a whole thing. And then telling you know your audience, oh, visit us here now and changing all your collateral. I mean, that's a huge undertaking. That's tough. I hate it's that. Bad. I hate to hear that. It makes me sad. Like it honestly hurts my heart when I, and I just had a client that this happened to as well. And it just, it honestly hurts me. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you have to deliver this bad news and it's bad. There's I mean, nothing it's I really can bad. do,
1: but here's what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, So another one to me is, you know, I think on the updating side, you know, whether it's a new website or you have like an existing older website, it starts to get long in the tooth at a point. So, oh, we have this new website, but we forgot to put this, 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 and this on there, or just over time, you know, the content just grows and grows and grows. Um, Basically don't put everything on the homepage. And don't overextend your top level navigation to where it's like spilling over into a second row and mm. it's hard for the user to use. Um, everything can't live in the top level, everything can't live on the home page. And kind of on that other side, you know, when you do start to realize, oh, we have a lot of stuff on our website and some important things might be getting buried that people are looking for make sure you're analyzing your top pages traffic and ensure that you are, you know, allowing your audience like what they're really looking for, allowing them to access that stuff easily. So make sure that your website's still serving its purpose just because you keep adding stuff to it. That's great. I mean, it's fresh content, but at a point it's also not great if you're losing how it's categorized or you're losing the functionality of your navigation and different things like kind of in the mix there. So really on the content side new and fresh is great but make sure you're also continually like cleaning out the closet you know like you buy three new things come home and you got to get three things out of your closet you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. the same operation on your website so think about that on the content side
0: yeah that's that's so smart um once again it's just part of that overall maintenance and and with this i mean i i, I don't want to like capstone it but It's all about time. It's all about time and resource. And it's just taking those steps. I think oftentimes people kind of, you know, put this in the back of their head because they don't understand websites or they don't understand, you know, digital or whatever it is. The reality is there are some very tangible items that you can understand. One is, like Lauren said, make sure you own and have your domain. Two, make sure you understand the hosting situation and how that relates to your website, including additional costs and things like that. Three is make sure that you know how to update your website and or any costs that may be associated with someone else updating it. Mm -hmm. And four, candidly, is is there an option that you can have a contract that takes care of all of that or something like that. In other words, you may not, you may be our organization only has two or three people total and you do have to have a website, but you don't have the time to do, to do that. So is money a little bit easier than, than time? In other words, can I pay $300 a month to have someone do all the things I need to do to make my website, a killer website? So, I mean, and we haven't even really talked about, you know, SEO or SEM or, you know, tagging or meta tag, you know, all of that. I mean, there's so much. There's just so much. And uh, uh I, I think we could probably do a part two and part three and part four. And I'm not trying to make this a, a necessarily a website centric uh podcast. I just uh want people to understand, you know, the reality is it it looks pretty to you, but two years down the road, three years down the road, you're gonna need a new one, and that's because you you know, and that's why you need all these pieces to make sure you understand what that takes kind of thing. So,
1: yes, I agree. I think it's time versus money. And also, you know, if you are not um, proficient or you don't feel comfortable in this arena, there is no harm or foul than allowing a professional who does this every day to do this service for you and keep your, you know, it, (laughs) lessens the stress on your side and also they can probably do it much quicker than you so Mm -hmm. you know ask for help or ask someone just to do it and say here's our stuff can you update this this and this and they're usually you know it's you know they know what they're doing so can quickly you know make those updates and tell you here you go it's done you know that's right so I think that that's a great tip too. So it's great to be able to go in and update your website with your content management system. But on the other side, sometimes it's just, you know, the time to do mm-hmm. so. so. That's
0: right. That's so right. So very good. Well, Lauren, I I think we've, once again, How I don't know how we did it. We started out and then we finished it up and there's a lot of good content in the middle there.
1: I agree. For the G-Factor podcast, I'm Lauren Doherty.
0: And I'm Tony Van, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.